so you guys are at the uh, you're at Pine Alley. Uh, Azir. Yeah. You've been having some issues, I think, hey? You guys have noticed that Azir has had like a uh, a mug in his hand or a bottle in his hand or stuck to my fake hand. <laughs> so it's I guess a little bit of flavor, but it's mostly character development. Ooh. You're asking both, both Sean to role play right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you both chimed in at the same, time, the same conclusion. Sean's come a long way from here come the hits, but you know. <laughs> then I'll report back to the gang that it's possible that the church in Malay is going to go on the, not offensively end, but is going to start like publicly existing again. The week goes on fairly uneventfully other than what we've just discussed. Laura doesn't talk much about her her town. Oh god, it's Scandrone, isn't it? We destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so after the week, you guys are called in to a private meeting with Murray and some of the other elders of, of Malay. They have gotten documents from the university uh, at Jordan's Crossing that discusses Malay and talks about its return and there are some artifacts that Murray believes will help them sort of replenish the church's sort of standing. They would like you to, to hunt down these items and bring them back for them. Okay, uh, one final thing that you all notice is that the, the text is incomplete. So there is still process and something other like missing on the page so this etching is is like a it's like basically a traced page from a found artifact um the artifact was a page out of a book or a script or a scroll and you're not really sure but the etching you have is incomplete um and when asked murray just kind of like gives you that look like well not everything from them that long ago is still around i mean statues from that long ago fall apart even so nothing lasts forever we got what we have and we're able to do as much as we can. So um, we figure we'll start there and hopefully you'll be able to find more out as you go. Yes, uh, I think we should venture to the Great Plains then. Okay, it will take at least a couple weeks unless you guys have a faster route. Hold on. No. Uh, are you both good with that? What just happened? So are we basically saying, okay, we're not telling Lady Alicia yeah. anything and we're just gonna mm -hmm. go and join this cult now? Are you That's guys both good like with that? From my point of view, I'm not even asking you to join the cult. I'm just asking you. No, you I understand to help me. that. I understand that. But as a group, I think we have to decide because we were given a mission from Lady Alicia to spy on this cult, and this is something I feel like that for that mission we'd have to report back to her before we go off and find these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I think, think we're as a lie group. To her. Well, sorry. As a group, I think we need to decide which way we're going with this. We don't need to check in every day. We're our own men. That's true. Okay. I'm just saying, is this something you want to report back, or do you want to just do this first and then figure out reporting back later? What do we have to report? I mean, if it's a couple of weeks, should we tell her we're going somewhere? I don't want to mention the Great Plains, because last thing I want is for her to get information on this. I think we should just say we have information about a potential... I, I, I don't even know. We should make up some lie about why we disappeared for weeks. Unless we think... I'm not sure what the sense was, how often Alicia expects us to report in. Well, we report that, when there's something to report. Yeah, sure. So you don't think them sending on this mission to find these items is something to report to her? I think actions speak louder than words. These are just words right now. We, we have nothing to act on. I suppose we could leave, because if she found out that's where... If we lied and she finds out we're going to the Great Plains, then we look suspicious. If we just 
play stupid and think, oh, well, I assume that's where you wanted us to go. We've been following the cult. Well, I mean, this cult is going to ask somebody to retrieve these artifacts. Mm -hmm. If somebody else gets them, we'll never know about them. Let's just go get them. Yes, let's get them, but I don't want to tip off Lady Alicia we're going to the Great Plains. We don't have to check in. Yeah. Also, wait, how how do we contact her again? Like, she has no way of finding out where we are. Oh, wasn't there a sending stone or something? Like a cell phone? Do we have that on us? That was your season. Yeah, you do. Oh. Oh my god, it's been on the whole time! (laughs) Well, take the battery out! Do we know the properties? Like, can she talk to us and find out where we are or anything? Or is, is it that, a GPS? <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. Like, it, or is it literally just um, a means of like audio communication? It's a means of communication. So long as so long as as the person is alive or on the same plane, they can access uh, and send you a message. But not, but not, but not location or anything like that. It's not. No, it's not like a GPS hunt you down thing. Okay. Okay. Are, are there people within the church who might be helpful on our quest to, you know, people who are like, like archaeologists? Uh, no, unfortunately, there's not. Uh, you might be able to find someone at, um, at Jordan's Crossing because, hmm. you know, that's you're heading there and they have the university. Right. But uh, not not in not in Hillstown. Okay. Yeah, I know no one here and trust no one. I'd rather not recruit random people to go with us. Yeah, exactly. With competing cults in this area. Uh, okay, so they uh, uh, Murray gives you a contact in Jordan's Crossing. The contact's name is Alon. Alon is a known, quite a powerful wizard who's been doing a lot of research towards things from before. I don't know. Did you guys have like any kind of big cataclysm in your world? Had you ever decided that? Can't remember. Scandron. <laughs> uh, no, like I feel like Scandron was contained. There's nothing in like your your world's history, right? You hadn't gotten that far, if I remember. Oof, gotta ask Paul that. <sighs> Randomly, there were dinosaurs in the very first encounter. Oh yeah, whatever happened to that? <laughs> um, I will bring that back. No, these guys kind of the staved off a great disaster. In, in my campaign, these guys stopped Sidel. We're gonna say that that for for the purposes and because most worlds like playing worlds have them, there was some sort of cataclysm or some sort of great war or some sort of thing that that was well done a millennium ago. And so there's some things that have been lost and this was one of them. Does that work? Yeah. It's a stuff, it's a stuff of fairy tales. It'll be like us talking about like the Crusades. Okay. Like it's, we know it kind of happened, but no one really knows exactly what happened. And it's, it's luck that we find things sometimes or even Egypt. Yeah, makes cool. sense. Okay, uh, so yeah, your contact is Alon. Uh, he's a half-elf wizard who is living in Jordan's Crossing and knows enough to be able to at least uh, hopefully guide you into where you need to go. Uh, whether or not he'll go with you is a whole other question. Um, and um, Murray kind of gives you a look. Like, he, he knows Alon, but he's kind of like... Gives you a look of like, okay, you know him, but you don't necessarily trust or like him. But he's the best he's got at the moment. Does he, by any chance, have the anthropologist or archaeologist background found in Tomb of Annihilation? (laughs) (laughs) He does have the archaeologist background. Woo! Does he happen to have an ending to his name? Like maybe Elon the Evil or Elon the Vengeful? Or Elon Musk? (laughs) 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 Uh, No, just (laughs) Elon. Oh, and um, we're going to a digging expedition, right? Like, do we need to prepare for actually... Like shovels? Yeah, like, do we need any of that stuff, or are we going to a place where the equipment... Like, do we need digging equipment, I guess? I think they'll have uh, shovels yeah, there. Let's not to. carry shovels for two weeks. <laughs> 
I'm not digging with my hands. Yeah, no, you probably probably get stuff like that there. Oh, if if only there's so many elemental spells like mold earth and shit we could have taken to make yeah. this so much easier. <laughs> now it's now it's just gonna be me and my mage hand for hours, <laughs> <laughs> moving ten pounds of dirt at a time. That's, or, or we that's not gonna dig. Yeah, God forbid. <laughs> okay, so Murray tells you to meet him back here tomorrow. He thinks he has a way to get you around the travel time, but it'll take him some time to get together. Okay, and I thank Murray by reaching into... Yeah, I want to give Murray a trinket to, re- to remember me by. Okay. So I reach into my bag of trinkets and I give him... It's a ring. Nice. <laughs> a promise ring? An engagement ring? Oh, interesting. It's a little ring that has a, a poison reservoir to slip into drinks, if you'd like. <laughs> oh, nice. And also a tiny razor edge for, like, cutting uh, purse strings. Or like rope and stuff, strings and rope. So now he can kill us. <laughs> so if he if if he needs it, I, I I want him to have this to show that we we trust him. This very this very uh, personalized item I drew for my bag of trinkets that I have no control over. <laughs> <laughs> here here we go, Murray. Uh, he kind of smiles at you and he says, "Thank you, thank you, brother. I I appreciate the off the gift." Okay, and then we we show off our matching Malay tattoos on our biceps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at these guns. <laughs> okay, uh, is there anything anyone needs tonight, or do I just sideswipe? I, I need to go back to my uh, room. No. And uh, <laughs> so I, I screw on my hook hand, mm-hmm. and I grab my uh, gourd uh, canteen, mm-hmm. and I fill it with the wine that I've been brewing over the last week. <laughs> All right. Something for the road. Okay. Are you actually proficient in brewing? <laughs> I, I do have the brewing feature. Oh, yes. do you actually? Oh, nice. <laughs> you you do have the brewing feature? Uh, yes, with my uh, switch to drunken class. Oh, good. Uh, drunken monk. Because <laughs> the, the first roll I made was a three to see whether or not the wine was good. So that's good that you have the feature <laughs> so I can roll with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, bad, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm oh, it does for your constitution saves. Roll for <laughs> alcoholic content. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. What's the alcohol in uh, that orcs drink? Grog? That's what it'll be if you don't... If it's not high enough. I have proficiency in brewer supplies. Nice. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do this night? Uh, Alfred, do you need to send word to your family? Let them know you're going further away? I would, but how would I do that without using Alicia? I mean, you've been on travels before. I'm sure you and your wife have set up contacts. She seems like somebody who'd be very wise and patient. <laughs> well, you haven't met her. <laughs> well, no, but she lives with Alfred, so she's got to be a lot of patience. Ah, fair enough. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, think thematically how I ever talk to her. I've got. He's creating an entire backstory in his head. Yeah. I can see him now <laughs> creating this entire I was, conversation. I was, I was thinking of tr- of an incredibly stupid way to somehow. With my warlock feature, I've resurrected Bertrude as <laughs> undead messaging but eagle, but that's just stupid. Um, Isn't Bertrude a... Was he a familiar? No, no, no. He, he no, was an actual normal hawk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, technically, we don't know what Sherlock's been doing this whole time, so maybe he turned into a messenger. <laughs> you could totally pass a message on through, through Sherlock. I mean, you guys talking to Sherlock would not be unusual. Yeah, so... He, he decided to continue some dove mission, but oh, yeah. he, he's around and uh, 
can be used as a messenger. Yeah, if I can get a hold of Sherlock, yeah. Yeah. Wait, does that, mean, does that mean we can use him as the, uh, the like, horse in games where you can just send him back <laughs> to sell stuff and then he just comes yeah. back with the gold? <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of sending it all back, it's like, don't you have a bag of holding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll tell Sherlock that uh, I'm on another venture. Uh, I'm also a warlock now. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Um, so the next day he, uh, uh, sorry, the next day you guys go meet Murray. Murray has this big, large scroll in front of him. Two of the uh, other elders open it up and you hear him start chanting. And uh, none of you, is anyone trained in Arcana? I have proficiency in Arcana. Proficiency in Arcana, sorry. All right, so as soon as he starts speaking, you're like, oh, I know that spell, and it's the teleport circle. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> That's what we, we fucked up last, last season. <laughs> yeah, because Talon can't draw for shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so you hear it done correctly this time, and just oh. as you kind of like vanish from, from uh, just as they, the, the surroundings vanish from sight, Talon goes, oh, that's how you do that's it. That's how and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys reemerge, uh, it is dark outside. Uh, you see stars that you don't necessarily recognize. Hmm. You've gone quite a distance. They probably would have taken a lot more in two weeks, and he was just being um, generous. So it's a good thing he teleported you. And you notice you're on a traveled but not super well-used road. It looks like it's more for passage. And you see prairie on either side of you so large that you can't see above it. Like the, It's like corn stalks, but it's, it's grains. And as, as kind of like your eyes adjust to the nighttime, uh, I need you to roll initiative as the sides Ooh. rustle. Ooh. What's up, Critters? It's your main half-elf talent. Just wanted to remind you that we'll be using names of some of our Patreon donors and people who share the show on social media as NPCs this season. Uh, I think we've used maybe three or four, maybe five different donors so far this season, and there'll be plenty more where that came from. Uh, you can donate to the show by going to patreon.com slash roll the hit. Also, be sure to discuss the show and share us with your friends using the hashtag roll the hit. You can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at The Commentist. You can find all of our episodes from other seasons and also other episodes of other shows on our network by going to thecommentist.com. You can find our Dungeon Master Tim on Twitter and Instagram at the GM Tim, and you can find me at Robbie Stells. That's all for this week. Now back to the show. So you're on a, to give you an idea of what this looks like right now, you're on a 10 foot wide road, uh, five feet on either side seems to have been cut down in order to be able to like pull off and or see off to the side with a little bit of like safety buffer. Uh, and then there's thick grasses growing at least seven feet tall on both sides of the road after the five feet. About 80 feet ahead of you, the road curves off to, curves off to the right and then you lose it in the grass, and behind you, you just see kind of like it dips down beneath a small sort of dip. I don't know what the prairies look like for you guys, but it's kind of like Saskatchewan up here, uh, but with, you know, really tall grass. Yeah, that means nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain it in Pokemon terms? They have tall grass in that. <laughs> pick, pick a state that suffered through the Dust Bowl, and those are prairie states, okay. if I remember correctly. So yeah. chances are they have the similar sort of flat look to it. Okay. 
and you can see uh, kind of uh, that, you know, you can see kind of a glow from a city at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you, get, you get that uh, in the distance past the curve kind of ahead of you. Does it look massive or is it like small? You can't see the city itself. You can just see a glow okay. from the lights. So how do we do for rolls? Uh, 21 for Alfred. 12 for Thaddeus. 12 for Azir. 14 for Talon. Thaddeus and Azir, which one is going first? We'll go alphabetically, Azir. Okay, well. <laughs> is there a way it's, a, it's your initiative bonus. Yeah, it's whatever you choose, it's, actually. Yeah. It, it, can be, it can be up to initiative, it can be up to the players. Yeah, Azir will go first. Okay. He wants to try out his new shit. All right, so Alfred, you're looking. So yeah, the, the bushes move, Alfred, on, 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 the, uh, on the north side. Okay, so the road is going east-west. Uh, you guys are heading west, and the north side of the road is where the, where the grass has moved, Alfred. Oh, it's, uh, okay. Oh, the, so the grass has not, the grass didn't move on either side of us. It's in front of no, us. Yeah, uh, next to you. Uh, in front and next, but yes. Oh, in front and next. Well, I feel like I want to destroy it, but I don't really know what it is. We can't see anything. Uh, who sees in the dark? Does everyone see in the dark? We all do, yeah. We all do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, sorry. Yep. Okay, so Alfred, what would you like to do? Yep, so I guess I will have to uh, prepare. What are you readying? Yeah, I will ready. Yeah, perfect. Um, I will ready shatter with the triggering effect being, you know, hostile enemies. Uh, I, I feel like an, if a hostile enemy moves towards me, I will trigger it. So what do you deem a hostile enemy? That's a little bit too open, so you need to narrow that down, trigger down a bit. So if you could, you could say if something rushes you, that would be a better trigger. But you can't say hostile enemy because what is that? Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I know. I'm trying to think of, of a, a fair, fair way to say it. Like, because I want to say if I see a weapon or if someone makes an attack roll against me. That exactly is what you can say. Oh, I can? Oh, th- then yes, yes. If someone... Ah, shit, but uh, I don't want that to... <laughs> if someone comes to me with, with a weapon raised or makes an attack roll against me, I like to trigger shatter. Okay. So you need to pick which one, though. I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. It's just this is how the oh, reaction no, works. No, the, yeah, sorry. The one, the one, the one close to me. Because uh, I'm basically, I'm... Yes, I'm reading it in that point in range. Because it's a 10-foot radius sphere. Okay. So I'm reading it in that little area. Because if one person comes at me, I imagine there might be more, so I will knock off that area. Okay, so if something if something, or if a person? Something, yeah. If I don't want to call it j- just a humanoid. Yeah. So just, so just so you know, the reason I'm being so particular is because I create stuff to be a little bit odd and suspenseful. So when you're readying an action, you have to give me an exact trigger so that I can't cheat you out of it. Yep. Okay. Same with the rest of you guys. So if you come up with an idea for you want to do for reaction or something like that, this is just kind of as detailed as you can. And I won't screw you around, if I, if I, but I'll play it out as I would. And then, yeah. Talon's just going to probably burn the whole grass prairie down anyway. Well, you don't know me. <laughs> oh, I do know It's you. been a long week since you've been drunk. <laughs> I've calmed down. As you two are arguing about what you're doing, uh, a giant boar comes charging out of the bushes right at you. Could have had fucking smoked ham, but no. <laughs> Alfred, is that enough to trigger or not? I, th- I think so. If if you consider a boar's horns, like... Uh, oh, yeah, it's it's bearing down on you specifically. Yes, I'd, I'd like to launch Shatter on the boar. Okay. Uh, so, uh, he needs to make a con save versus uh, uh, 15. <laughs> Fail. Okay, so he will take 3d8 thunder damage. 
Uh, he takes 14 thunder damage. Okay, so there's, you, you hit him, and there's like, you guys seen, like, there's gunk on you. <laughs> it's like a, a boar splatter. Mm, yes, uh, boar splatter. There's n- nothing left of the boar. Um, a little bit of a mark on, on the ground, and a little bit darker in, this, in the moonlight, and, and nothing else. While you were focused on the boar, though, a spear comes at... A spear comes at Thaddeus from oh. the other side of the road. <laughs> and it will hit you for 25. Ooh. Oh, oh. sorry. The, the, the attack yeah, one. Sorry. Uh, I think that, uh, that, that might hit. Sorry, by other side, you mean... Other side of the road. So the boar came out from one side and the spear came around from the other side? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And it's going to be eight points of damage. Okay. And Thaddeus... No, uh, Azir, you were the... Uh, did your your none of your passive or your AC changed, right? Uh, that is correct. Okay, so you're the only one who can make out what threw this at him, and you see like a hyena-looking creature mm. uh, with like it looks rabid and it looks hunched over, big large claw hands, and it's the one that just threw the spear. So you will have an action this round. All right. Is it um, nearby, like uh, within range, uh, 40, 50 feet? It is. It is. It is, ten feet away from you, right. just on the inside of the of the bushes of the grasses. So you'll have to move up to it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So I'm going to uh, advance towards it. So that's ten feet and attack it. Okay. So I'm using unarmed strikes. Okay. And that first one is a uh, uh, twenty-six to hit. Yeah. And it's uh, ten damage. Okay. I get an extra attack. That second one is also a twenty-six to hit, mm-hmm. and and that's uh, seven damage. Nice. I'm gonna use one key point. Okay. To do a flurry of blows, which are two additional unarmed strikes. Okay. Oh, that one probably does not hit uh, eleven to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Okay. And then a uh, well, not so good this time either. 13 to hit. All right. Does that hit or miss? That is a miss as well. Okay. And then um, I'm going to, uh, in my drunken manner, slip away and disengage (laughs) and walk back 30 feet away from it. How do you do that part? Mm, So that's a a drunken feat. Is that a bonus action? Okay. Does it take a bonus action or a reaction? Uh, Let's see. It's whenever I use flurry of blows, so I I'm spending it's it's tacked on to the fact that I use one key point to do my flurry of blows. Cool. All right, thank Very you. Very cool. Yep. So you move back with the group then, or you move back a full thirty feet? Uh, thirty feet, uh, but still on the path. So like back and then down a ways. Okay, so you're now about twenty feet away from the rest of the gang. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is the end of the surprise round. Alfred, back to you. Okay, so I can see this uh, this were hyena or something in the distance. Uh, I will target it with a new warlock spell. I'll take out my uh, loot, but it's my arcane focus this time. Um, as I mm-hmm. hit it with Eldritch Blast. Okay. Um, so I will make a ranged uh, attack against it. Uh, oh! Natural twenty on the first Eldritch Blast. That's right. That's a natural twenty sponsored by Dice Envy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. We're definitely not doing that again. That's it. Just once. <laughs> so yes. Uh, so that's 
So unfortunately, I make two separate attack rolls for each beam. Uh, so the first beam will go towards him, uh, as will the second beam, which is only a uh, 25 to hit. Yeah, that still hits. Okay, both hit, so I will... Oh my god. Uh, it takes... Okay, they each do 1d10 damage. Uh, eight damage. All right. It snarls back at you, Alfred, um, and charges directly for you. Talon, you'll get an attack of opportunity if you want. Uh, I will take it. Okay. Uh, so would this be quarterstaff or just martial art? Like a basic melee. Basic melee. Yeah. So it'd be your your quarterstaff. Uh, it's going to be a an eleven. That's a miss. All right. All right. So it whizzes past you, and you get this just stench of rot and disgust as it whizzes by, and. It charges for Alfred first. Wait, hold on. Oh, one second. So um, I have a question about my shield. So the way my shield works is I animate it so that I can use my two-handed um, sword. So the way I, I think of it in my head is when I start a battle, I still I have the shield in one hand and the greatsword in the other hand. I just can't use the uh, greatsword. And then I animate it and then I can use a greatsword. The question is, mm-hmm. I have a uh, feat that allows me to give disadvantage, um, but I have to use my shield, and I can't use it while animated. So my question is, before I animate it, which is written right now, can I use that feat? Because it is in my hand. You have to animate it on your turn, right? Yeah, bonus action. Yeah, so it hasn't been your turn yet, so so you can still use that protection to... to Grant disadvantage to me. Cool. That's that's yep. That's all I do. Nice. Because what you did, what you did wasn't your turn. What you did was a reaction. Yeah. Uh, I guess I just wanted to make sure since I holding a two-handed thing in my hand with a shield was. So yeah, yeah. As long as as long as you do it before you before you take your action, you're fine. So if you'd like to do that now, you can. Uh, as I he would. Is about to attack. Okay. So it's a disadvantage. And this thing, uh, as it's running by you, it pulls out its battle axe, and. And attacks you, Alfred. Oh, and it completely misses because with my yes. disadvantage, I have a two. However, uh, Alfred, I'm using my harrying attack and my lightning lope. So I'm going to disengage as a bonus action, uh, run past all of you, and keep going to uh, Azir. <laughs> and then I will attack Azir, and that will be a 20 to hit you. Oh. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and it's going to be... Ooh, max damage. 13 damage. All right. Okay, Alfred, uh, because I used my Herring attack and I attacked two creatures in the same turn, you're the first target. You have disadvantage on attack rolls until the end of, uh, of your next turn. Okay. From the bushes on the other side, another one comes charging at you guys, and it will go for Talon this time. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. And it will be 11 damage. Just uh, from the battle axe? Yep. And then it's going to bite at you. 19 to hit. Yep. 7 damage. And it too will use its disengage. And it will go to Thaddeus and attack you with its battle axe. Critical hit. (sighs) 7, 7, 16, 19 damage. And Talon, it is your turn. You guys do not understand the language these things are speaking. Alfred, you get the feeling that there's something sort of, like, demonic about them, but you don't have any, like, there's, that is purely from, like, your knowledge as a bard and nothing more. 
Okay, yeah, I, 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 speak, I speak infernal, but that's not helpful? Yeah, absolutely okay. not infernal. Yep. You hear elements of it, but it's definitely not that. Okay. okay so, Talon, your turn, man. Uh, so we see just the two of them, right? Yep. They seem to be working together. It's quite possible they're hunting the boar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am going to use chromatic orb, and I am going to use a sorcery point to twin it and send one at each of them. Nice. Uh, so, which who's they're engaged with? Azir. There's one currently with Azir. Yeah, Azir and no, yeah, Azir and Thad, uh, yeah. Thaddeus or Talon. Talon. No, he no, left no. me. One with so. Thaddeus, one with Azir. Okay, so the first one going. Thank you. to Azir. Oh goddamn! That's the one you guys have been beating on so far. Yep. So yep. that's an eleven to hit. That's not a hit. Second one is going to be a twenty to hit. That'll hit. All right. So this is the one at Thaddeus. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be 19 fire damage. Nice. Uh, it howls with rage and seems to, like, look directly at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to move away. <laughs> okay. Azir. Okay. Uh, so I'll just attack the one that uh, is engaged with me, the one that's been beat up on a little bit. Yep. Okay. So first attack, Ooh. 14 to hit. No, that's a miss. Sorry. Okay. No, sorry, uh, 15 to hit. I added wrong. That will hit. Yeah. And so now you guys know that 15 is the AC, so you don't need to worry about it anymore. Okay. Um, so I'll roll my second attack. That's a crit. Crit, crit, Nice. Crit. All right, so damage on the first one is uh, five damage. Okay. Damage on the second one. Whoa, uh, max damage. Max. So nice. It'll be... Nice. 16 damage nice. on that second hit. Well done. He's dead? Critical. Um, <laughs> good job, Azir. So he, Anything else, or is that it? He, is he standing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still standing? Then yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll use another key point to do Flurry of Blows. Okay. So two more attacks. Okay. Uh, shit. That first one misses. Second one misses. Wow. Man, gotta stop drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe I need to it's drink like, more. It's, it's like mirror image. Thaddeus, <laughs> your turn. Um, so I use my bonus action to animate my shield. Yes. And um, then I um, attack the one on me with my great sword. Which one? The one um, in front of Thaddeus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Um, 19 to hit, so I sh- that should hit. Okay. That does nine damage. Okay. And then I get another attack because I'm awesome like that. 14 hits of that misses. That does. Okay, Alfred, your turn. You have disadvantage for all attack rolls until the end of this turn. So knowing that, uh, feeling kind of flourished, um, I will uh, once again take out my loot and try this uh, new song I've learned <clears throat> from my time as a warlock. I will point my finger at the one I've already damaged mm-hmm. and I will uh, cast Toll the Dead so he must make a wisdom saving throw against 15. Fail. He fails, so uh, because he already has damage, he takes 2d12. 2d12. Jesus. Ooh. Oh, 22 damage. Wow. Jeez. So that was a overkill. Uh, what does it look like? <laughs> Um, well, I, I take out my guitar, I uh, put on my cowboy hat, and kind of tuck it down, and I play <laughs> Garth Brooks and the Thunder Tolls the Dead. Um, 
So yeah, so the, these ominous bells just start uh, bringing in the air, like on either side. You can just like in uh, surround sound, just in five point one, just <laughs> ringing all around as you see just uh, the, the creature, you know, grip their head as the as you see the 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 bells are weighing on its soul. It's not even like damaging its ear, and it's just like necrotically withering it away. Uh, I guess as it just falls to the ground, yep. and the bells stop. And then they have a cool guitar riff. And it kind of does one of those like haggard gasps and then just is doesn't move anymore. <laughs> Nicely done, friend. Okay, Thaddeus, the one that is in front of you will attack you first. Oh, and, and sorry, uh, and as a, as a bonus action, I'll give Bardic Inspiration to Talon. Okay. Thank you. So Thaddeus, you're being attacked with a battle axe. Uh, it will miss... And then it will use this bonus action to disengage, and it will charge Alfred and Talon. You'll get another... Oh, no, you moved away from them, so never mind. I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it will bite at you, Talon. Thaddeus, you have disadvantage on your attack uh, until the end of the next turn. And Alfred, he misses with his first attack when he tries to bite you, and he tries to... Yeah, he'll hit you with his battle axe at the third attack. So you're going to take seven damage, Alfred. Okay, um, and I will use Hellish Rebuke as a reaction once per day. Um, so he makes a deck save. I will fail. Okay, so he will take 3d10 fire damage. Nice. Uh, 22 damage again. Nicely <laughs> done. Okay, Talon, your turn. Hmm. <laughs> well, they're doing a pretty good job at this. Who is he attacking now? He's right, he's, he's right in Alfred's face. He took it a cartoonish battle axe from nowhere and just whopped me on the head with it. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to toss a little firebolt over there. All right. It's going to be uh, 20 to hit. Yes. Yep. And that's going to be four. Uh, six damage. Nice. That is enough. So it drops. It gives like a I do, yelp uh, of pain and then just drops. I do. I like shoot it out of like a finger gun type thing and then I blow on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. What would you guys like to do at this moment? Hmm. How hungry are we? <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I guess we check the uh, bodies for any kind of information or affiliation. Okay. Yeah, can we identify what these things are? Uh, if somebody wants to give me a nature check, you can. Pokedex. Yeah, I'm not going to do a nature check. Um, I'll do a nature check. Keep in mind, I'm drunk and have no proficiency in nature checks. Ten. Wait, you have plus zero? F plus zero. Oh, well, I should have done that. <laughs> you can assist him. Uh, I don't really know how I'd be assisting him, though, besides, like, saying, you can you do can it, do think, it, buddy. buddy. Think. <laughs> Look at the bone structure right here. Yeah. The spots on the on his back. Uh, no, I'll, I think um, part of the 12 steps is for uh, is here to feel like he's, he's in control of his life, <laughs> so I'm going to let him figure this out on his own. How'd you do, uh, how'd you do his ear? I, I got a ten. You've heard of you've heard of creatures that have been twisted by demonic power, but you've never seen one. This could be it, but I mean, God only knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I so I stand up after kneeling next to it and examining it, and I'm like, "Don't know what it is, guys." And then I I piss on it. <laughs> the, the stench is like is just horrible. Like this is not something you guys would want to even like consider eating. You feel compelled to light a fire to burn it. <laughs> um, I probably should have done this while we're fighting. I don't know if it matters if they're dead or not, but I have divine sense. Can I use that on a body or anything like that? Where I, I can um, I can know the location of any celestial fiend or undead. Oh, like within 60 feet. 
Yeah, these these tag is fiends. They are fiends. <laughs> just as just as you lose the last one as it gasps its last breath, you're like, oh, it's a fiend. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> uh, they don't have any like. I mean, they're they're not wearing armor or anything with uh, tribal markings or something. Markings, yeah. You want to check like there's yeah. So uh, as you kind of look that, um, you notice that all their armor is like sewn together flesh and and leathers from not just cows let's say so it seems to be like a mixture of yeah you identify at least one elf you're fairly certain you think there's even some half orc in there definitely some human and these things were you can't tell any more than just like there there seems to be some markings on them but what they mean you don't know it it looks like they're from at least the same sort of group um, but that's the best you can tell. So as far as we can tell, they were just chasing this boar down and happened to run into us. Could be, yeah. That's that's what you figure. God, and these things are these things are so disgusting that they kill humans and elves. And instead of stealing their armor, they decide to steal their skin to make shitty armor. Well, pretty messed up. It's like Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It it wasn't necessarily shitty armor. I mean, you didn't hit them every time. <laughs> oh. Then I would like to wear this human arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you really wouldn't. As you do, as you kind of like even consider it, you're like you're like you feel ill inside. Like oh, that's just not right. All right, can I cast minor illusion for smells? No, I cannot. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I say. Well, I would say burn him, but we're like in a grass field. So. What was that? Tal <laughs> just lights it up. <laughs> Uh, you guys, you guys control arcane magics. I'm fairly certain you can control a small fire on a road. <laughs> I didn't take the campfire one. Though. Yeah, scrape on a fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, then never mind. Maybe you can't. <laughs> hmm. Talon, can you burn these guys and let's uh, go to town? Fireball. <laughs> we'll just say, we'll just say. So uh, as you guys head off down the road towards the uh, the glow of the city. Uh, you turn around and toss a small fireball, and it just kind of like woof, <laughs> just gets exactly what it needs to, and 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 will fade to black there as you guys round the corner towards the city. Nice. I don't look back though, because that wouldn't be cool. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Cool no. guys never turn away from, or never yeah, uh, just walk yes. away from explosions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I do cast yeah. thaumaturgy to brighten the fire behind me as we walk away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's teamwork. Yeah. This is this is four seasons of teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>